community. Inspire Radio. We're going to have our first guest on the show now. We're going to be chatting to Quinana local, Braden Van Nilsten. Now, Braden grew up in Quinana as a sports lover and wanted to sort of get into sports teaching, but didn't quite make the grades with his schooling. So he took another path and decided to become a personal trainer with the idea that he loves helping people. He didn't like the way commercial gyms were running, so he started up his own business and has uh, a different approach to it where it's all about the people and not about just the, the money. Braden and his gym won multiple awards um, in the natural bodybuilding uh, scene over the last five years, including state, national and world titles with some of the athletes there. So let's have a chat to Braden. Good morning, Braden. Morning, Ratsy. How are you going, mate? Thanks for the opportunity. This is pretty cool. Not too bad, not too bad. Thanks for coming on board. Um, so... You grew up in Quinana, um, and presuming you still live there or thereabouts in, in the in the area. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. So I, I grew up in Quinana, but I live in uh, Rocco now. So oh, I live in Rocking. Ooh, yeah, jeez. Yeah. <laughs> moved out, mate. Moved out. You branched out. You branched out. Okay, so uh, talk to me a little bit about your journey to becoming, um, you know, a personal trainer. Yeah, so basically, yeah, growing up, I loved my sport always. For me, it wasn't just, uh, wasn't just sport. I loved it. It was more like a mental outlet for me. I wasn't the best academically as a kid but it was just something I loved I love my sport I love my art so it was like a real outlet so obviously maths and English and stuff I wasn't <laughs> wasn't too crash hold on eh? like well, probably like many many kids out there you know so I just I just feel like I just learned different so then yeah. um then out of school yeah I really wanted to be a sports teacher because I just had this passion to just teach kids what for me it was such a mental outlet physical mental outlet sport was you know yeah. just having that a lot of anxiety and stuff. Obviously, growing up in Quinana, sports really, really, really big, you know. And mm-hmm. if you aren't academically that good, but you find yourself good at sport, you just have this, I don't know, it's this real positive sort of drive, you know. So yep. then out of school, I, um, yeah, my maths and English were really, really bad, but my phys ed studies and out the red and all that was super good. So I just got scraped through to um, graduate high school. I wanted to go to uni, but I had to do two years of bridging courses just to be able to get through to start the first year yep. of um uni back then or now they're screaming for teachers but yeah and i was sort of sitting there and i was like what do i want to do so i had a bit of a gap year to figure out what it is i wanted to do and i just had this drive all i wanted to do was help people you know i always loved that even at footy i always captained you know what i mean like i love to push the team and i was always into that mm-hmm. so, so you played junior footy all the way through then sort of thing yeah man junior footy all the way through all the way through yeah didn't really hit my straps and become really a bit of a late bloomer. So it wasn't until probably under 15, 16 where I really took off and sort of got a bit bigger and stuff like that. Yep. So that's another thing. I was, that's how I got into training because I literally wanted to be a better athlete. So that's how I got into weight training was for that exact purpose, you know. Mm-hmm. So the better I was playing footy, the better I was feeling about myself, the more confident I was getting, you know. So like that's how I even started training in the first place. And yep. then that's how I learned that getting in the gym – could also help kids as well, help people as well. So then I was like, man, I might become a personal trainer because I can literally train anybody. And mm-hmm. that's sort of how I got into that. And then went and did my PT course out of school. I went and did a little bit of a, um, what's it, like a work experience at a gym, at yep. a commercial gym. Mm-hmm. And it was not what I expected. It felt like I was at a bank. Like it was just so, I don't know, no one really knew each other. Everyone's walking around with headphones on. No one's interacting. It was just really odd for me. And I was like, this, because I thought a gym would feel like a footy club, you know what I mean? Yeah. Everyone's there for the same reason, you know? And in that moment, I was just like, I don't care if this takes me till I'm bloody 30 years old, but I want to 
build my own space, you know, like mm-hmm. I want to have this place, which is like a footy club, you know, everyone's yeah. there for the same, everyone wants to be the best player for the team. Everyone wants to be the best person mm-hmm. they can be, but you have this same goal of wanting to win a premiership, you know? So yeah. if you, in a gym, it's the same thing. I believe everyone's got their own goals. Everyone's got their own ambitions, but if you can work together and push each other towards them, it's such a beautiful thing. You know, you've all got your own individual things, but, at the end of the day, you want to get fitter, healthier, happier. Mm-hmm. That's what it's all about. That's the only reason anyone steps into a gym. So that was my goal. And then from there, I don't know, I went to the squash center down down Rock area. Yep. And I had like, uh, he had a little setup there. So I started doing privates through that, through there. And then started doing super good, started doing really, really good there. And I had like nothing. It wasn't nothing fancy. It was only really little. And then I had the opportunity to take over the whole center. And I took over the whole center. And then um, turned into a sports center. So personal best performance training, that's how that come in. Yep. But I actually started PBPT when I was 19. So this wasn't until I was 20, 2021. So I was doing like just through my car and all that sort of stuff mm-hmm. to begin with. And then ended up taking over the whole center, turned into a little sports center. I, I don't know if many listeners would remember that, but so we had squash, bamington, ping pong. We had a free weights area, upstairs cardio, uh, boxing room. Literally put my heart and soul into this place for a good year and a half, yep. put a little, pretty much all my money into it. And then that was going super, super good. And that was like the dream all coming true. We had everything. We had like four different high schools coming through. We had two youth groups going through there. Um, how, how, did you link, how did you link in with them? So with how, the youth how did, how, stuff. Yeah. So with the youth groups, how did you link in with them? Is that through like PCYC or something? Or? I actually don't remember. It was sort of like all just word of mouth and what I was trying to do was just getting spread around and I, I haven't advertised anything ever. It's all just been through good rapport and just when I meet people and I can just get talking to them and mm-hmm. they say, oh shit, you got oh, that's just all how I've ever done done business. So I don't believe in advertising too much. It's just all on good rapport. If you do a good job and you do something right, people are going to talk about it. You know, mm-hmm. that's, When your mate says to you, hey man, go see this person, he actually gives a shit. He's going to do a good job for you. Yep. That'll mean more to you than anyone, any Facebook advertisement, anything you ever hear on the radio or see on TV mm-hmm. because that person cares about you. That person would not be telling you to do that unless it was truthful. You know what I mean? That's mm-hmm. my whole sort of thing, you know? So lay down the track, obviously. That's why I like doing this stuff because this is actually you trying to put out some good messages on it's actually called Inspire Radio, you know? So it's actually where people are looking for some inspiration. Yep. Yeah. That's that's my whole sort of thing. You yeah. Know? Well, so, we're all about the community here on Inspire Radio. So exactly, um, mate, exactly. We we try to promote health and well being, um, you know, mental health, all, all that sort of stuff. And um, I I just exactly. use the medium. I use the medium of sport. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And that's exactly. As soon as my mate um, Sally told me about it, I had to look into it. And I was like, wow, that's exactly what I do in the gym. It's not about the egos. No ego in the gym. It's fitter, healthier, happier. As soon as you lose sight of those three things and then the ego takes over and you're trying to get better in that egotistical sort of way that's unhealthy, mm-hmm. you know, then you're going down a slippery slope. So that's what I love about sport. That's where sport, it all comes down to sport because there's all life lessons in sport as well. I won't get into that too much, but I'm the biggest believer that as kids, we learn a lot of life, life lessons through sport early mm-hmm. on and kids who don't, who aren't, um, I feel it's a privilege to play sport when you're a kid, you know? Yeah. If your parents have enough money to put you into the, like I played t-ball, baseball, football, I played it all, and mm. yeah, you learn lessons from them all. Yeah, definitely. All. And I think kids who don't, kids who don't get the privilege to do that, they miss out big, big life lessons. You know, so yep. 
No, I'd, yeah. I'd, I'd agree. I'd agree. Sport um, yeah. teaches you a lot about life, no doubt. Um, oh, so absolutely. you've uh, you, you you seem to specialise in the, the natural sort of bodybuilding um, scene. Talk talk to us a little bit about natural bodybuilding. I mean, I'm, I know a little yeah, bit yeah. about it. It's it's basically you know it's drug free and all that sort of stuff, which is good. Yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah, well, talk to me a little bit about that. it. Yeah, we we to be honest, we sort of come into that by accident. So. When we started out, we, we just loved to train. We just loved to push each other. We just loved to eat healthy. That's just all the, the positives to training and that. So, and doing that, you just make good looking bodies. You know what I mean? Like you just do because you're just, you're doing all the foundations. You're doing all the, all the aspects of health and fitness, you know? Yep. And we just kept having people saying to us, whoa, have you ever thought of doing a bodybuilding show? Da, da, da. And I'm like, whoa. Not really, but let's look into it. And then I, I started to really sharpen those skills and diet even more so to lean up and all that sort of yep. stuff. But I've got this really, I'm really tough on doing it for the right reasons. If someone comes up to me like, I want to do a show and just for the photos and this and that, I won't put them on stage because mm-hmm. they're not doing it for the right reasons. If they're in a real good mindset and they're doing it, they already love themselves and they're willing to, they want to see what else they're capable of and, to push themselves, that's what I'm about. Like, mm-hmm. I've had some people come up to me and be like, I want to go on stage, and I'll ask them, what for? Oh, I just want the photos, and I'm going to go back to my normal life. I'm like, no, you learn through the whole journey. It's about what your body is able to do, how mentally tough you are, how physically capable you are at getting into that condition and stuff like that. It's mm-hmm. all holistic. It's not this one sort of, I won't even put them on stage, or I'll make them train with me for another <laughs> up to a year or two years just to get that mindset right then i say okay now you're ready you know what i mean so Mm -hmm. but um yeah so just through sport that's what we do like you need to have a nice balanced physique and body and strong and healthy to be good at sport and then that's when we got into the bodybuilding and then we just did super good straight away and i was like whoa like what are you doing what are you doing we're like nothing we're just doing everything right it's not like off season on season get fat and skinny again and then that's just like live this healthy lifestyle and then then we just did really well and then then we got more athletes and just keep didn't really change anything we just stuck to our guns and Mm -hmm. obviously i got better and better as a coach because i looked into it more and i learned more but it all comes back to the same things you know like just being healthy and it's what you do all year round what determines how good you're going to look you know i mean it's not this Three months of dieting and then whoa, I look amazing. And then no, it's the people who do it all year round. Yep. Who have done it for their whole lives as well. Like so we come to you want to do a competition. I'm like, you've only trained for two years of your entire life. You never did any sport. You never did any of this and that. And you expect to have this really good foundation to mm-hmm. it doesn't work like that. It comes down to how much percentage of your entire life have you worked towards your health. You know what I mean? Like that's what I'm talking about, kids with the opportunity to play sports as well you know yeah. it all comes down to that it, it affects them growing up or not just mentally but also physically so, mm-hmm. so very, do- very diet diet plays a big role in it doesn't it like you know you've got to um uh, it, is it is you know I'm, I'm just thinking of it as from what i know a little bit of. i mean i, I don't know a tiny, yep. tiny bit there's like timing you know certain times of the day where it's good to you know best to eat um you know in regards around your training um types yeah, of food yeah, yeah. Um, trying to match this with this and this with this and all that sort of stuff. Talk a little bit about the the diet. Like, I know nothing's typical. Everyone's different, but... Yeah, yeah, exactly right. That's the thing is that everyone's different. Everyone's got different jobs. Everyone's got different lifestyles. Yeah. 
it's about as a coach, you've got to learn to fold what you know is good for that client into their life. You mm-hmm. know, it's not about saying, hey, you have to eat like me. You have to eat this. You have to eat that. Yeah. It's about, at the end of the day, I say to people, they say to me, oh, what's the best diet to get, to get shredded? I'm like, the one you can actually do, the one you can actually stick to, and the one you can actually do for a long period of time and be consistent with. Yep. That's the one that's going to give you the results. <clears throat> People say to me, oh, what's the best cardio for um, to lean up? The one to actually get you out of the bed yep. and actually want to do, and you will actually do. If you don't like swimming, you're not going to go swim. Like, mm. it's just no, you're right. Like, that's the whole thing. Like kids of sport, you want your kids to play sport. What sport would, you know, mm. the one he actually enjoys, <laughs> you yeah. know, like that's it. Like you, that's the whole sort of thing. But what you're saying, yeah, it's about whole foods, really healthier, no junk food, low processed, all the same aspects you try and learn to do all year round. Mm-hmm. You, you, you get good at that dieting, you get good at the healthy aspects of eating. And then you feel like you just eat the same <laughs> going into the competition. You just eat a little bit less and you move a little bit more. That's basically it. And that's what I do. I don't take people just for comp preps. I don't take them on for 12 weeks and just do a comp prep. Mm-hmm. I It's like a pre-prep in a way. So you teach them all these aspects. You get them healthy as they can possibly be and all this stuff. Otherwise, they're not going to look great anyway. So that's the whole thing. So so, so preparing for competition, it's, it's a 12-week process. You say. I mean, obviously, it's not. there's more to it. But yeah, um, it's so, not what it is. Yeah. yeah, but but you you've got you know you've got an athlete that you've been working with for a while, and then you've you've, yes. you've targeted right. They're going to prepare for this particular tournament, and it's at least twelve weeks away. What is yeah. what does that process look like there? Does does training go up or down? Or are you you working on? Do you, do you taper off in the, the week prior to the event? Or yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah, you're spot on. But thing is, yeah, so you lead it up, you do the pre-prep, you work with them for a long period of time, and it just depends what kind of condition they're in. So mm-hmm. for someone who, I, you sit down and you see how much fat they've got on them and rah, rah, rah. Some people, normally around 12 weeks. Normally around 12 weeks is a good because it's three months and basically someone who needs to lose a bit more, they have to go, they have to drop the calories a little bit more, they have to move a little bit more. Yep. Some people are very lucky, eh? Some people just train exactly the same as they are. We just really clean the diet up and make sure it's perfect. And then they just lean up all the way through. This, that's what the coach, that's the hardest part as a coach. It's got to sit there and m- measure and watch and then figure out what to do from there to get mm-hmm. out of the plateaus and get into the next burning of fat. And all, a lot of the time it's not about, it's not about doing more or eating less. Sometimes it's about what are you missing out on nutrient-wise, you know, their digestion things, they're under yeah. too much stress, what's going on out in their normal life, you know, what, mm-hmm. are they not sleeping right? There's all these things. Like, sometimes it's just getting the digestion right and getting them sleeping better, focusing on that. Oh, then mm-hmm. they start leaning up again. So that's one of the reasons I don't like this whole calories in, calories out thing because it's not that simple. <clears throat> like, yeah. you can't measure. You can't measure the human body like that. The human body is so smart and... yeah. Yeah, you, you can't outsmart the human body. If you push it one way, it's going to push back twice. So I believe in making the body capable mm-hmm. of what you want it to do and giving it a little, taking a lot. You know, you can't just force it to do something because you can. You can let's say you can do three months of just crash dieting. You can yep. look shredded. Three months. It's not about what does, what do you look like on that comp day? Yeah. Yeah, cool. You look shredded. What does that person look like three months later? That's what I'm more interested in. Yeah. You see all my athletes, you'll see them on the comp day, three months later, they look 
not as shredded, but they still look bloody good. Mm. That's what I'm. That's what I'm about. It's about health, you know. That's what I said. At the end of the day, if you're doing it not for health, why did you step in the gym on the first yeah. place? And you want you want to build. I guess you want to build strength as well as just the the the, the beach muscles as well. You you're trying to build yeah. uh, a, a person up to be as strong as they can. Um, yes. physically and mentally and and um that might take a little bit longer i guess whereas yeah you like you said you can you can shred down you can just take all your body fat and um even your water to a certain extent and all that sort of stuff absolutely but uh, yeah are, are they functional and i guess you want functional athletes don't you i mean that's uh, as a as a coach myself um that's what we look for we look for functional athletes um uh, as you know cricket that's that's my back my main background and um yeah, I was listening, yeah. we have players that yeah, they might look good in the gym and they might have the gym muscles, but they're actually not functional. So it, it doesn't quite yeah. work. <laughs> Absolutely. So I do a lot of work with athletes. So it's about that balance. You've got to have that physical and mental strength. So physical, mental strength, and you've got to have the mobility and you've got to have the functionality as well. Like if you, And that's what's about balance. Mm-hmm. That's where natural bodybuilding is really cool and in athletes is really cool because if you've got an imbalanced physique, you've got tightness and weakness in certain areas, which you're not going to be able to move correctly, even if you're an athlete. So that's yep. where they come in. They really come in hand in hand, which is really, really cool. And I never really thought of that until I started getting into the bodybuilding. I'm like, wow, this all ties into each other. It's so cool. Obviously, when you get to a certain leanness, that's unhealthy. Yeah. That's not health getting to that percentage of body fat. Yeah. But my goal is to get you as healthy as you possibly can. So when you get into that and then make the right measures to get out of that, as healthy as you can without mm-hmm. the hormone crashes and the problems. And that just makes it, that's just, that's just that's really fun. That's yes. just, that's the real hard stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. So, um, and like you said about the athletes. So one of the biggest things as well, I've, I've played a lot of footy and I was at South for a bit and all that. And you see these players on the training track and they are phenomenal. You think they're, they're the most amazing player ever. They're probably one of the fastest. They can jump the highest, have the most amazing skills on the training track mm-hmm. and you know, you know, I can name a million and you have this one guy at the training who's not that great. He's not that fast. He can't jump that high. His skills fully suck. Mm-hmm. When it comes to game day, you have this guy who's a freak when it comes to crunch time and actually working hard and putting in the effort, they not that crash hot. They won't put their head over the ball. They won't go in hard. They won't do anything. Does that sort of make sense? And then you have this, the smaller guy who's got yeah. not the best skills and stuff, goes in there, hammering nails, and absolutely just be there for the team. He'll crush himself. He'll do anything to win the footy. I would have that guy on my team every day of the week. Oh, yeah, someone no doubt. You know what I mean? Like, you, you, obviously, you know as well, it's like, you're like, wow, I never expected that. You know what I mean? Like, the grit. You can't, yeah. that little bit of mongrel. That yeah, little grit, bit of mongrel. grit, grit and determination, it's, it's inherent. Yeah. It's something that you've either got or you haven't. And, um, yeah. You, that's that's your background. That's how you've grown up. That's you know that your makeup. Yeah, that's all all that sort of stuff. Now, with um, do you presuming that the answer is yes here? But um, over trainers, you must have people come through where you've just got to tell them, look, just just hold back a little bit here. Like training more isn't always the answer. Absolutely. Um, yeah, I, I have so so many. They come in. I've got a perfect example just this year, a bloke who um, overtrained, did a lot of CrossFit, and he, he, all he wanted to do, he ate, ate actually super good, but his life was so stressful, has a few kids, runs his own business, and he was using his training just as a pure Stress outlet relief. of yeah. angst and aggression, and he was just doing it through hatred, and every time he looked at his body in the mirror, he held this 
fat in his lower belly and apart from that he was shredded and it's the only part he could see and you could just see talking to him it was like whoa and you just laugh and you go man have you ever thought of doing the opposite mm. <laughs> you're doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different outcome that's insanity you know what i mean yeah. like so as you said just it happens and this is just one example of um, so so many no cardio you do a lot of work at work you're under a lot of stress let's focus on your nutrition let's get rid of some things that could be a burden let's just like lactose gluten things yeah. like that just get them out just in case you're a bit bloated for your stomach like let's just get those things out what are really known for those things you're holding a lot of fluid over your lower belly cortisol belt the stress is up your mm-hmm. body's going to hold extra fat and fluid around that area it's a little survival pack that's basically mm-hmm. it if you can do those things cut training back to only three days a week no not six three days a week no more cardio only weight training so only stuff that's going to boost testosterone boost that sort of natural you know that it's natural mm-hmm. hormones for your body let them get your testosterone up do those things and he looks at me like i'm a crazy person he's like <laughs> oh i'm not going to do more I'm like, no you're going to eat the same amount of food mm. clean it up a little bit train three days a week those other days he's like oh and do nothing i was like no no go do stuff you enjoy so you keep telling me you love running and swimming and riding and all these things. Go do them. Yeah. Go for a ride. Go for a run. Go for a swim. Go get out into nature. Let yourself de-stress. Feel good. You're not doing this thing for time. You're not crushing yourself. Like when you're in the gym with me, we're pushing some numbers. We're, we're, we're doing it for fun. We're learning to see what you're capable of. It's yeah. not seeing what you're not capable of. It's about flipping that coin, you know, like mm-hmm. what are you capable of, not what are you not capable of. And then comes in after three months and he lost like 200 maybe like 200 um so he's half half his workload yeah half his training load and i said to him how are you feeling he's like i just feel so much better so much less stressed i'm having heaps more fun like da 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 and i'm like cool and it's not because of the training it's not because of crossfit it's the whole mentality he had towards it yeah so it's not knocking crossfit it's about the mentality he yeah so you just gotta get yourself out of there for a bit yeah change your mindset get fresh pair of eyes and then have an outside view, you know, mm. comes in, lost 200, 200 grams. And he thought, Oh, I've lost weight. Oh my God. I'm trying to put on muscle here. You know? And mm. I was like, just relax. Let's have a look at your measurements. And he put on like 20 centimeters, like four centimeters across his chest, three centimeters across his shoulders, put on measurements for his arms, his legs, his bum, put yeah. on muscle everywhere. And he stripped off all that. And he, and he lost like three centimeters across his waist. Yeah. So it shows how much fluid and he was holding for his whole body yeah. just because of the stress. And he looked at me and he's like, I expected nothing. He goes, because I feel like I've been doing nothing. I was like, how much better do you feel? He's like, I feel so much better, but I've been fighting that feeling of better because I thought it would be making me go backwards. Yeah. Like, no. That's, yeah, that's so the you, classic overtrainers mentality, isn't it? I mean, rest, rest is a big part of a tra- any training program. Rest, you got to, your body needs to yeah. recover. You know, you, you put it under stress in order to improve. But in order yep. to get the gains, you actually got to rest. <laughs> to... Yeah, and you got to rest, then you got to. It's about quality of sleep, not yeah. quantity. You know? Yeah, exactly. You could go to sleep for six hours and be asleep for two. Yeah, because you're under stress. You know yeah. what I mean? So, yeah, no, I good. love all that. I love all that side of it. It's good <laughs> um, so it's it's obviously Christmas time, and people are you know indulging and all that sort of stuff. What what would your <laughs> number one tip be around this time of the year? All right, number one tip is just move. <laughs> move, move, move. You get the opportunity. Get out of the kids. Go to the park. Play around. The weather's just going to be mint. So the biggest thing is I think summertime, I think people take for granted. They just stay inside. They do this and then playing on the video games and all that stuff. 
But time with your kids, we've been locked up this year. I think everyone's got to take some lessons from that. You've got to not take that for granted. You know, like we yeah. just, well, look where we are. Look where we are in Rocco. We've got the, the best parks around. We've got the best, yeah. best beaches. Rocco gets slammed a bit for being, you know, not too crash hot. I, I absolutely love it. I, tell you, I absolutely love it. <laughs> yeah. Well, well I'll, I'll challenge like, anyone to, uh, to like, like today now, gorgeous day outside, Rockingham for sure. There's no, there's no better. There's nothing better. Mate, I'm looking at it right now. It is phenomenal. <laughs> Absolutely phenomenal. Yeah, so that's the thing. is like you got to try and move as much as you eat. That's as simple as that. If you're trying to lose weight, you got to move more than you're eating. It's pretty much that simple around this time of year, you know what I mean? Like if you know you're sitting down and just eating all day, you're going to get fat. Like it's that simple. Anyone, anyone, me as well, I'll train them. I know, I know that as well. So get out, walk around and Yep. Carbohydrates, that's probably the biggest thing I'm going to say. It's probably okay. a bit of a dirty word, but <laughs> carbohydrates, yeah, cut control back. your carbohydrate intake. I'll just say one thing. So it's essential amino acids, essential fatty acids. Okay, so protein and fats, they're yep. essential. There's no such thing as essential carby carbs, sugars, <laughs> okay? No such thing. So if you, because we've got our muscle cells, are little glycogen tanks. Yep. As soon as they're full of carbohydrates, every all the ones we eat from there on go straight to fat cells. Okay. Yeah. So you don't need much. too much, but you don't need much at all. And if you're not moving around, you don't need you don't need much not, at all. Yep. So move okay. around, have some fun, be out with the kids. Yeah, that's basically it. Yep. Okay. What you, what you should be doing all year round anyway. That's true. That's true. That's <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah. Um, but we all tend to sort of switch off a little bit and relax at this time of the year, don't we? Because it's you know it's been yeah, a, yeah. it's been the the year of years. Let's be honest. And uh, I think people are just looking forward, to crawling to that finishing line, and sort of thinking yeah. right. Um, I just Sorry, need, mate, to, <laughs> need to chill. I need to chill. Okay, and to look just to finish here, Braden. Um, with every guest I have, I have a speed round. So basically, I ask you five quick questions. You're going to answer them as quick as you can, uh, including my famous fifth question. Okay, so question number one: Who's the most famous person you've met? No uh, one. No, Adam Sandland's on the Andrew Foreshore. There you go. That would he's huge. <laughs> yeah, I didn't. I couldn't miss him. <laughs> um, what's your favourite sport? Ah, uh, footy. Footy, okay. Rules, that is, yeah. yeah. Favourite sporting moment? Oh, the demo derby. When I was a kid, I was there watching it. I cried my eyes out, but it was something I'll never forget. <laughs> okay, I think you've already answered this. North of the river or south of the river? South. <laughs> and the final one, okay, and this one's a bit of a dirty one, but everyone has a little dirty moment. There's no doubt about that. Pineapple and pizza, yes or no? Oh, I don't eat much pizza. But I know, but... Chuck, if, chuck if, a bit of pineapple on there, mate. Yeah, no worries. Yeah, you're happy with say. Make it weird, right? Yeah, see, I've, I've asked everybody this, and there's obviously this thing out there that people go a bit nuts about pineapple and pizza, but nobody I've spoken to actually says no. So um, uh, I don't know whether it's just a, a trend or whether the truth is everyone likes a bit of pineapple on their uh, it's pizza. Like a, it's like a dirty secret, mate. It's like a dirty <laughs> secret. Oh, my God. Uh. Okay, Braden. Well, look, thanks thanks a lot for coming on and chatting to us this morning. Um, good luck with everything uh, moving forward with uh, your business personal best performance training. Um, look them up on Facebook, everyone. I know he says he doesn't advertise, but look them up. If you want to um, get fit, get better, and make a better version of yourself, uh, contact Braden, eh? Yeah, no, mate. Thank you. Yep, no worries. Uh, and have a, Facebook, have a Instagram. Yep, and have a great Christmas. Yeah, thank you, mate. Take care. Okay, thank you. So that was uh, Braden Van Nielsen. Um, he's the owner of Personal Best Performance Training, and we traded all things fitness there. So if you didn't get anything out of that out there, listeners, you're not trying. For the community, Inspire Radio.